Hello everyone. Hope you all are safe and in the best of health. This is my first solo podcast. I know as a nutritionist I should have chosen something which is related to good nutritive value of the food, something that educates you all about the good nutritional content of the food. Rather, I chose just the opposite. that that is the non nutritive components or the anti nutritional factors which are there in the food actually in my opinion these anti nutritional factors they hold the same importance as the nutritive factors because unless you know what is interfering with the absorption of the nutrients which we are con- absorption of the nutrients which are there in the food which we are consuming we won't get the maximum benefit out of the food so to begin with what are these uh, anti nutritive factors so in nature all the natural substances they occur which determine the quality of the food but in addition to that plants and other foods they also contain certain substances to protect them from the external predators so these are the non nutritive factors or you may call them toxins that affect the overall nutritive content of the food so what do these anti nutritive factors anti nutritional factors do they interfere with the absorption and assimilation of essential nutrients like protein iron zinc calcium iodine magnesium and many other minerals and vitamins and other macronutrients <clears throat> it may sound weird the names may sound weird but you don't have to literally remember the names of these anti nutritive factors rather try to have the information about the kind of foods in which these anti nutritive factors are present and how we can overcome these anti nutritive factors and convert them and have the maximum nutritional benefit out of the food so first is the trypsin inhibitor don't you don't have to remember the name trypsin inhibitor so where in which kinds of food the trypsin inhibitors are present trypsin inhibitors are present almost in all the high protein value food that is all the legumes egg white soya bean kidney bean that is rajma then in the white portion of duck eggs and how we can uh, minimize the trypsin inhibitors the effect of trypsin inhibitors only by heat by heating these uh, the foods that i have mentioned by heating them up to 120 degrees centigrade for about 15 to 30 minutes it can deactivate or inactivate the trypsin inhibitors while some of them may require less heat that is 120 degree for 15 to 30 minutes the others like soya bean may require more intense heat that is drastic heat treatment next anti nutritive factors are known as phytates these phytates are distributed in seeds in all the cereals in millets in nuts and in whole dals so these phytates they actually act as a source of phosphorus for the germination of the seed that is it is a nutritive factor for the germination of food uh, of seed but this 
act as anti-nutritive factor in human body why because it interferes with the absorption of iron zinc calcium and magnesium in the human body and hence these phytates must be deactivated and what deactivates these phytates only by soaking that is why it is recommended that all the dals nuts these legumes must be soaked before consuming i have always mentioned that nuts walnuts almonds and any kind of nuts must be soaked for 7 to 8 hours why because it brings down the phytate content considerably and it also releases the enzymes which are necessary for the absorption of these particular nutrients next antinutritive factors are the tannins so tannins are present in almost all the spices in the seed coat of all the legumes it is highly present in tea in tamarind that is imli and in turmeric that is haldi so how we can deactivate it in this uh, in legumes by <coughs> removing the seed coat of the legumes and in spices tamarind and turmeric they, they must be consumed within the permissible limits which is recommended dietary allowance per day and tea regarding tea tea must not be consumed after meals any meal be it lunch dinner breakfast because it interferes with the absorption of iron and other nutrients which is which are which otherwise will needs to be absorbed by the body eat don't have tea just after the meal and also minimize the intake of tea next antinutritive factor which is present are the oxalates so oxalates are present in green leafy vegetables in some of the legumes and in tomatoes as calcium salts and they it forms insoluble calcium salts in the body and hence increases the chances of urinary stones or kidney stones in human body how we can deactivate it in tomatoes heating deactivates the oxalate uh, inhibitors uh, sorry oxalates uh, in the tomatoes raw tomatoes have high content of oxalates then all those people who have tendency of forming uh, kidney stones and the urinary stones must reduce or uh, must not consume these green leafy vegetables on regular basis and also the legumes which have oxalate contents must be reduced next antinutritive factors are the goitrogens which are present in almost all the cruciferous vegetables that is cauliflower broccoli cabbage radish turnip and in soya beans and also in peanuts and bajra so what does these goitrogens do the goitrogens they interfere with the absorption of iodine in the body and hence it is completely prohibited to the patients with hypo and hyperthyroidism because it interferes with the absorption of iodine which is required for the regulation of thyroxine hormone which 
regulates our uh, regulates the hypo and hyperthyroidism so this is all about the anti nutritive factors the non nutritional components of the food unless we know all about them we won't be able to get the maximum benefit maximum nutrition from the food so adopt right cooking practices adopt right soaking practices and adopt and pick the right kind of food according to your health condition only then will you be able to have a healthy lifestyle thank you so much and hope you like the first podcast Thank you.